Well, welcome and thank you for listening to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, a podcast where we're journeying through the scriptures, starting in Genesis and ending in Revelation, looking at how we find Jesus every single day in the text. This podcast is produced by Fellowship Community Church. Well, welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. My name is Ethan Callison, and I am thankful to have you uh, listening today as we begin the book of Proverbs here today. Uh, if you're new with us, uh, you've seen a social media post, and you're just now joining us, we want to let you know that we have our reading plan in the show notes below. So on whatever uh, podcasting platform that you listen to, just scroll down and click that link. And what we do is we provide the reading plan so you can be engaging in God's Word, getting in God's Word. Uh, and then once you've read the Word, then hop into this podcast and We'll kind of walk through some things and see that uh, what God has to say to us. Uh, this week, journeying with us is Pastor Josh Horn, our student pastor here at Fellowship Community Church. Excited to have him journey through the entire book of Proverbs with us. So welcome, Josh, and uh, glad to have you here. As you uh, introduce yourself and such, could you share a little bit about who you are and your family as we hop into this week? Sure. Uh, it's great to be here. Uh, again, my name is Josh, and uh, I love doing student ministry. And uh, before I was here at FCC, I just moved here in March with my wife. My two boys, Nehemiah and Gideon. Uh, I was down at a camp in Florida doing camp ministry year round, which is awesome and a lot of fun, but I, I miss seeing the, the growth and the fruit. Uh, from the students that were there. So I love being back in full-time student ministry and getting to open the word and see the lights come on for young people as they study scripture. It's yeah, a lot of fun. absolutely. Love it, man. Well, as we, we talk about God's word, we're opening up here in Proverbs chapter one. Uh, hopefully you've already read it. Uh, but before we even dive into Proverbs, uh, Josh, you were talking a little bit earlier about how you have this, uh, you see the, the, the look of this book. Uh, can you, before we even jump into it, can you give us a little bit of the context of what and how Proverbs is written? Sure. Uh, a lot of times it sort of gets this reputation of, of, here's a bunch of little couplets or little two-line sayings, but that's a big chunk of the book, but it's not really the whole thing. Uh, it's cool. You know, we get this introduction at the beginning that it's from Solomon. Uh, and in First uh, Kings chapter 4, it talks about Solomon spoke more than 3,000 wise sayings and wrote more than 1,000 songs. And so that's a, a part of that has come to us through Proverbs. But it really, it's more narrative than it often seems. And so we get to see the wise king and father and the son who's the student who's learning from the wise king and father. And then we'll get introduced to several other people. We meet Lady Wisdom and Lady Folly and a young fool. And then at the end, we get this guy named Agur, who is an example to us as the person who's reading Proverbs, who came in as a fool and leaves as a wise man. And then the book ends, instead of with a wise father's words to his son, it ends with a wise mother's words mm. to her son. And so it's really um, all of those little sayings that we like, that we t tend to cling to, are bookended by story. Uh, which is a lot of fun, and it can kind of change the way that you read the book. Yeah, and I think it's so important because when we engage in God's Word, when we read it, we have to realize that uh, it was written originally for original audience, original person, original people at a certain time, and that uh, if we miss the context of the Scripture, we'll miss actually what the meaning is behind it and such. And uh, one of the things, like you said earlier, you know, when you look at uh, Proverbs, sometimes it's easy to commit to memory a proverb because of the short quip it is. It's almost like a tweet. That's a, yeah. We think, of, <laughs> hey, less than 140 characters, which now they've kind of expanded upon here. Um, but as we look in Proverbs chapter one, you know, as we kind of teach our people how to engage in God's word into the hear reading method, what is a, some uh, one of the verses, one a verse or one of the verses in Proverbs one that just really sticks out to you? Uh, one of the the ones that uh, 
that I like, and it's again, it goes back to sort of those those characters. I always respond well to character. Uh, is in verse twenty, it introduces us to the first time to wisdom as personified as a woman, mm. uh, and it's uh, you know, wisdom is like a woman shouting in the street. She raises her voice in the city square, and she cries out in the noisy street and shouts at the city gates, and. Uh, she, she goes on to call out and it's like, why won't you hear me? Why won't you listen to me? Uh, and a lot of times we have this idea of, of wisdom is just a thing that, that we kind of either have or we don't, as opposed to a, a part of, of God's character. And, and wisdom is later described as a, a force that was present in creation. And wisdom isn't something that I think people are chasing after or excited to be connected with. And I love the idea that wisdom is just crying out to be heard. And I think about how often you see things and see people make these huge mistakes in their life. And it's like, wasn't there a wise voice calling out to you? Mm. What, what voice did you ignore mm. whenever you were headed down that path of destruction, which Proverbs talks a lot about that, that path. Mm. Has there ever been a time in your life where you've either been that person calling out, trying to reach out to someone, Hey, please don't do that. Or have you ever been in a situation where you've made that dumb mistake? And like, Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had uh Wisdom was on my shoulder one day, and I just ignored her. I was, my wife and I had just moved into a house, and, and I was trying to knock out the the honeydew list. And she said, "Oh, I'd love some shelves to go here." And I was like, "Oh, I'll build some shelves real quick. I've got some old wood." Uh, and I go out, and I had knocked out eighty percent of the project, and I'm ready to go. And the sun's starting to set, and I had cleaned up all my my gear, and I looked at my cut list, and I was like, "I have one more cut to do," and I had taken the fence off of my saw, my rip fence, and I had taken my work light down and I put all my clamps up, but I still had one sawhorse out and, or two sawhorses out and one piece of wood. And I said, I can make this last cut. And I started to cut and I hit a knot and the saw jumped and I went to get it and almost cut off three fingers. Um, and I just think about how many times throughout that process, there was a voice and it's the Holy Spirit saying, Hey, like, Wait till tomorrow. You're tired. You're dehydrated. The sun has set. You don't have lights. You don't have clamps. You don't have a rip fence. And that's sort of the, and I look back at that and I just ignored all the signs. Mm -hmm. And I think about how many people have that same thing. A friend says, Hey, maybe you shouldn't go to that party. Maybe you shouldn't be in that place. Maybe you shouldn't be with that, that person or those people. And we will ignore one thing after the next. And, and God calls out to us again and again and says, make a better choice, make a better choice. And we go, no, I got this. <laughs> it's interesting as you were saying that, like, and I can see for those you're listening, you can't see Josh, but he still has all of his fingers. <laughs> they, they haven't been, they're quite... scarred, but they're there. <laughs> yeah. Um, when, even when I was, we went through the, the book of Psalm together, we just finished that last week. It was one of the things that you see in David's voice is like this crying out of, Hey, I, I want people of integrity and righteousness that are surrounding me. What if you find yourself in the place where you're listening to this and like, I don't have anyone around me. Where's a good place to begin? Well, that's, uh, I think that's such a lonely place. And I think especially now uh, on the heels of COVID, the, that feeling of isolation mm -hmm. and people trying to come out of that and mm -hmm. not knowing where to start. I know there's, I read articles all the time about, you know, how do you make friends as an adult? <laughs> like that's a, I think that's a scary thing mm -hmm. for us. Uh, and any place where there's community. And I think, I know it, it may seem like, it's, it's a little bit of a, an inside job, but the church is such a great place for, mm -hmm. for community. And the great thing is that the churches see that. And I love in the New Testament, there's the synagogue and the synagogue is not just the place where teaching happened. The synagogue was a community center. It was mm -hmm. a gym, it was a school. Uh, mm -hmm. And the church really reflects that now. Mm -hmm. And I, I love that churches are getting out into communities 
and finding ways to uh, to do a better job of not just being a place that you have to come to to participate in mm-hmm. uh, and, and helping people get connected through through life groups, through block parties, through all, all those different things. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a great way to find a sound and wise community. Yeah. yeah it's interesting when you, when you see in verses 20 and 21 uh, how wisdom is found in busy places. Yeah. And it's not like uh, I think sometimes we think of intellect or we think of a place of wisdom as like I've got to seclude myself or it's like in this high place that no one else can be in. It's like, no, it's all around us. Yeah. Yeah. It's, the busy streets. It's all gate. around us. Yeah. How, how do you how do you think there's a way in which you can clear your mind or clear uh, your ears to be able to hear wisdom? Oh, man, that <laughs> the distractions. That's that's huge. I, I think it's one of those things where um so many decisions are made quickly. And I think the first thing that it starts with is sort of going over what you think you're hearing as far as input. Cause a lot of times you'll say something to someone and when they repeat back to you, what you mm, said, yeah. they, they're like, that's not what I when you When you get into this place where you can say, um, okay, this is what I feel like people are telling me. And this is what I feel like my spirit's telling me. And you start to verbalize those and try to mm. put those in your own words. Mm-hmm. Um, it can help you weed out the ones that are either that, that negative voice that's in you that says, well, oh, I can't do this. This is, you know, this is because I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the things I, I love to say is that failure is an event, not a person. Mm, uh, but a lot good. of times we tell ourselves I'm, I'm a, failure. a failure. And so I, I'm going to keep failing. And, and that determines what kind of advice you listen to yeah. as opposed to I had a failure. Yeah. I'm going to move on. And so that like repeating what people have said or what you think you heard them say yeah. uh, is a good way to start weeding that out. And then you'll hear the voices of truth yeah. when you try to rephrase it. I think, I think, I think even when you were saying that, like the gospel just come to mind, like even in the midst of this failure, God's going to redeem it. Absolutely. God is powerful. And I think that's what even separate like uh, secular wisdom from biblical Christian wisdom is God redeems. God, yeah. God, God takes care of us. So, uh, so then as, that, as we wrap up Proverbs chapter one through six today, the beginning of wisdom, uh, we're looking forward to hopping in through chapters seven through 12 tomorrow. And I just want to let you know here on the GC Everyday podcast, we're going to be giving away one of our ministry partners, Seth Lewis, his book that just released last week called Dream Small. And uh, you can purchase it. There's a link in the show notes below for uh, to purchase off Amazon. Uh, but we're giving away one. And to be entered in to win this book, all you need to do is text the word Dream, D R E A M, to 55444. And when you do so, you'll be entered in to win a chance, uh, a chance to win this book. And we'll be giving it away uh, this Friday, day five, on the Jesus Everyday podcast. So hope to see you tomorrow on Jesus Everyday podcast.